remember hearing stories okay i don't know what about witches i don't know what that is i've never seen that is it true what they say i, I can't do it elves are the original sorcerers of the continent what does that mean when humans and monsters arrived okay but elves taught the humans how to turn chaos into magic i don't know what that means and then the humans slaughtered them all right go go i can't do this without you and that is it for us today no matter what you choose okay but i don't know whatever it is it's not right you'll come out bloody now can't do it we'll do it live okay we'll do it live fuck it do it live i can i'll write it and we'll do it live Fucking thing sucks! Uh. Live from Cool Boys Central. Who's the boss down there? I'm boss up here. Hold your dicks and rub your tits. We'll be ice cold. Here come the cool boys. Just the young boy. <gasps> so cool. I'm so fucking into him. So cool. So cool. I see cool boys. Greetings, Cool Boy Nation! Oh my. And welcome to a special installment of the Cool Boys Podcast. <gasps> I'm Fringila Vigo Felk. Wow. No clue. No clue who that is. That's the evil mage. Oh, the the the, the teacher, the school marm? No, no, no. The one that goes bad and uh runs Nilfgaard. Man, you you followed the Witcher much more than I did. Um, okay, I okay. It's the whole last episode. I do not remember it. She's black. Oh, her. Okay, yeah. Oh my That's god! I, I tried you? everything. I tried everything other than simply saying she's black. All you had to do was say the the black witch mage, mage yeah. and I'll be like, oh yeah, that chick, the bad girl. Yes. And I'm Borch Three Jackdaws Ballard. Uh so cool. Felt, do you know who Borch Three Jackdaws is? <laughs> no, no. It, it was he was the Golden Dragon guy. Oh, okay, I didn't yeah. remember his name, but he, all, I all of these are major spoiler alerts before we get into our spoiler section. I just remember him as the guy who turns into a gold dragon with with weird sync issues. This episode, we'll be discussing The Witcher season one. <gasps> so we will forgo our cool boys updates. And get right into The Witcher and all the fabulous spoilers it has given us. It's time for spoilers. Fucking thing sucks. So juicy. So if you're watching this in the future when there's more than one season of The Witcher, uh, this is spoilers for The Witcher season one only. Correct. But before we get into season one of The Witcher... We need to go over the past. Of course we do. Books and video games in the franchise. They were so good. So, Felk, let's discuss the entire book series, the Polish book series for The Witcher. The first book, The Last Wish, came out in 1993. Mm -hmm. It's a series of uh, shorts, short stories. Um, This and Sword of Destiny that came out before it in 1992 make up the series The Witcher we have watched, season one. They drew all their inspiration from these two books. But I would say The Last Witch is about a uh, five out of five boy book. Yeah, you've not read it, of course. 
Of course, no, no. I haven't read any of these. Well, you're, then you're violating our rules because speculative uh, rating system oh, you're right. is different than our definitive we've seen it rating system. Like, like it, it. Love, love it. it. Gotta love have it. it. I'm going to give it a love it. If I if I had to watch uh, a read the Witcher book series, I, I would obviously start with those first two. Yeah, so The Last Wish and Sword of Destiny, I'll give it a like it. I believe they also make up the plot of the first Witcher game. Oh, interesting. That I don't know. Okay, the next book is Blood of Elves. Came out in 1994. I'm going to give it a like it. I'm going to give it a like it, too. I don't know too much about it. I don't like elves too much. I guess it's season two of The Witcher. Probably with uh, one the, the next like two books or whatever. Maybe. So the next book is Time of Contempt. 1995 it was released. I'm going to say like it. I'll say like it as well. Ooh. And then Baptism of Fire came out in 1996. This is the fourth official book in the Witcher series. No, I'm sorry. The third official book in the Witcher series. Felk, like it, love it, gotta have it. I don't understand. It's it's like the the fifth book. No, no, no. The first two are a series of shorts. Oh, I see. I see. So, so the first the, real book is Blood of Elves. Second book is Time of Contempt. Baptism of Fire is number three. That's interesting. I wonder how that will translate to the TV show because the first, we'll get into this when we get to the season, but... Yeah, it feels like a bunch of fucking short stories, doesn't it? <laughs> it, it definitely does. Um, I heard uh, that second season of The Witcher is going to be much more easier to follow. Yeah, linear, Much more easy to follow. All right. What do we have? Baptism of Fire? I'll give it a like it. Like it? Yeah, I'll give it a like it as well. Uh, moving on, the fourth official book in the series, but the sixth overall book no. uh, in the Witcher series, uh, The Tower of the Swallow, Sounds Hot, came out in 1997. I'm going to give it a gotta have it. I want to swallow. No, I'll give it a gotta have it too. If you really love someone, you'll swallow for them. Absolutely. Uh, the next book came out in 1999. It's The Lady of the Lake. This is the final book, quote unquote, of the Witcher series. Huh. Okay. Like, then I'll give it a love it. Yeah, I'll give it a love it too because I just love ladies in the lake. Um, the season of storms came out in 2013. What it's season kind of, of storms? Uh, okay, so uh, Lady of the Lake is the final book in the series. Season yeah. of storms is an epilogue of sorts that came out in 2013. I'm gonna give it a like it. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Well, we have no horse. Neither of us. I'll give it a like it as well. Uh, neither of us have read any of these books. No, so that was all pretty much useless. Although there was some information there, and information is always useful. And that's why we went through it fast as possible. All right, they're the video games now, also Polish. Yes. These games came out in 2007, 2011, and 2015. The first game was The Witcher. The second game was The Witcher 2, Assassins of Kings. And the third game was The Witcher 3, Wild Hunt. Felk, I have not played a single one of these. Mm -hmm. I will give them all like it. What about you? Uh, so I have... Uh, maybe played about 15 minutes of The Witcher in 2000, the 2007 game on a PC, uh, just at a, at, a, at a friend's place, but um, not familiar with it or The Witcher 2. However, in 2015, when The Witcher 3 came out, it was very, very popular. I did purchase it uh, on my PS4 and played about the first 15 or so hours. Actually, I put, I put in almost 25 hours total. And I feel like I played maybe 8% of the game. That is a long as fuck game. But um, uh, deceased cool boy Noli was actually playing that with uh, at the same time. And we were texting back and forth about uh, 
how ridiculously complicated and how way too much there was the game. Um, I can tell you this. Every type of video game is in The Witcher 3, The Wild Hunt. It's it's like a Red Dead, like open world game. There's also like uh, mystery clues where you're like searching for clues, like the Batman Arkham games. There's fighting that comes kind of out of a little bit Dark Souls inspired. Uh, but there's also po- crafting like straight out of Minecraft where you can craft fucking it's just like uh, magic tools and, and potions. You have to like go through clues to like stalk a beast, then come up with like craft potions and, and find the things you need for the potions and find the people who need to make the right potions to fight the beast. It's it, it's like seven games worth of game. And there, on top of all that, there's there's a card game as complicated as like Magic the Gathering or Hearthstone. Uh within the game itself that you can also like play. So instead of like just playing poker in Red Dead, like here's a whole game with its own set of rules that you can also learn that you can play within the game. Oh, I think I remember you and Nolan talking Gwent. about that. It's actually. called Gwent. And, and yeah, it's, it's like we heard you like games. So we put a game inside your game while you, so you can game while you game. Weird. Um, the, the only connection I have to the Witcher series of any sort, book, video game, whatever, is from our episode 10, uh, Weird Japanese Games or something yeah. like that, uh, from the Cool Boys, where Noli and you mostly talk about Japanese video games and yeah. video games in general, and I you know, and I just kind of learned stuff. Um, one of the things I learned was that there was a character named Yennefer, yeah. a character named Siri, and a character named Geralt. Yep. So that, that's the first time you heard those names. Yes. And so I looked them up, and I looked up nude images of them, so... The entire expectation of the show I had was just essentially just how much nudity am I going to get out of these characters? Well, if they yeah, and if they had pulled some bullshit like not having Jennifer be naked a lot, that would have been wrong. Um, but uh, so you you've seen what Jennifer looks like in the game, or I've seen artists' renderings of what she looks like in the game. She's much nude. more of a Victoria's Secret, uh, almost as a Megan Gale kind of feel to her. Wait. Are the nude images that I've likely seen on the line when we did that episode, or those images from the game, or something that a fan did? Uh, I don't know without seeing the images. If it's if if she's spread eagle and Geralt's like dick is in her, that's a fan image. No, but if there, she's just naked just like, on, yeah, naked shots, of naked her, yeah. naked like on a unicorn or in a bath, that's in the game. Oh yeah, that's in the game. Weird. Um, I don't know what I saw. Uh, I guess I saw something, though. Uh, yeah, so I expected nudity out of the show. That was the most in something about witches. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like that was literally all I knew going into the show was that there was going to be some yeah. nudity in witches. And, and Siri is an adult, a young adult, like, I don't know, 20s. Maybe she ages different in Witcher 3, The Wild Hunt. So it obviously takes place way, way past the timeline that this first season is Yes. Uh, doing. But yeah, you never see Siri naked because that would well, be yeah, weird because you're Geralt. You're, well, no, no, no. She's an adult in, in The Witcher 3. Oh, but okay. So you guys showed me nude footage of or photos of Siri naked. Those also. were fan. Those were fan art Those because fan. She ne- okay. she's not because you're always Geralt. You play as first person, as him. So you would, ne- our third person view. Uh, so you would never be in a situation in which you would see Siri in a sexy situation because she's. Um, his daughter by adoption, uh, which is spoilers for season one. Uh, but also uh, you do play a Siri a couple of times, too. So she's the only other character you play as. Oh, OK, cool. But she's she's like in her in her like late 20s. Uh, she's like Street. Ellen Page in Last of Us. What do you mean? The kid that plays Ellen Page. Ashley or Johnson whatever, or the Ellen Page kid, whatever it is. Ellie. 
Ellie. Yeah, yeah, her name's Ellie. That's right. It's even Ellen. Yeah, Ellen Page. Ellie. She looks like Ellen Page. Ellen Page. Uh, yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah so more or less, because they. Yeah. She has the father daughter dynamic with Geralt by that point. And she also is a character you get to play in the game. Yeah, but for shorter missions. Series shorter missions. You mean? Yeah, yeah. She, she, she's maybe. She's. I don't know. I think she's maybe like less than ten percent of the game. Wait. Okay. So series gameplay more along the lines of like uh, Mary Jane's and Spider Man. No, because she fights too. Okay, because yeah, Mary Jane doesn't really do anything other than crawl. Yeah, it's okay, just it's cool. just none of your upgrades like from Geralt carry over or Geralt. Am I saying it wrong? I like to say Geralt because he's hot as. I'll fun. say Geralt. It's just because it's just because I, I I have I'm strongly in the it's Jif um, camp uh, because uh, the pronunciation of words and making up an acronym have no effect on how the acronym is pronounced. And I don't know who the fuck thinks that um, or, or why they think that's the reason why. Because it's not it stands for graphics. You know, it's like, well, yeah, but, well, it's not uh, Asha. It's OSHA, even though the O stands for occupational. You, 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 you just pronounce the word the way it's supposed to sound. And also the person who may create something gets to fucking name it. And the guy I hate when you show. tell people that it's a soft G and then they get really angry and they tell you that you're wrong. I'm okay with people who are like, well, I just want to pronounce it that way. I say Jif a lot. Yeah, you, you, you switch it up, I think. I think I've heard you pronounce it both ways. And I'm just like, I do pronu- I pronounce oh, man. it both ways, yeah. He, that, that's wild. But I, I prefer, I understand that it's Jif. Yeah. And I can't stand it when people are like, no, it's Gif. And I'm like, no, you can say Gif if you want. I understand what you're trying to say. And I'm fine with you saying GIF too, obviously, because that's correct. But I hate when people are like, oh my God, it's it's GIF though. It is GIF. It's like, no, it's not. No, yeah. The the, the it's GIF the, the GIF people are way worse than the GIFs. The GIFs are more like, hey man, the guy made it up. I'm gonna respect that. And the GIFs are like authoritarian. I want to wrap up on the Witcher 3 uh, Wild Hunt real fast. Because uh, I never got to the titular Wild Hunt. Uh it's a big event. Uh, th- that's a, that's one of the things about the Witcher series, is they have all these like rules and events that are big deals like it's it's just a weird way of world building like the 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 whole uh the law of surprise it's like oh why'd you have to come up with a weird name for it why don't you why don't you just call it like a a, a pact because <laughs> that's all it is i hated that yeah uh the witcher three three when uh obama in 2015 uh visited poland the uh, prime minister of poland Gave him a copy of The Witcher 3. Uh, I think he gave him uh, every copy of it uh, for Xbox and PS4, not knowing what he'd have. Uh, because that is that was like Poland's biggest, most important thing. It was like that significant to him, to the prime minister. That and the Holocaust. That's not really theirs, though. <laughs> well, it, a lot of it happened on their property. Yeah, but if you say... Polish death camps to a Polish person, they'd be like, there were no Polish death camps. There were Nazi death oh, camps occupied Felk, Poland. Felk, one time I was getting into the uh, uh, the van at Auschwitz to go get driven around. and um, Oh, man, you Polish guys are fucked up. You did this? No, there was, we were, there was our Polish uh, lady uh, tour guide was in the front seat. And um, she started opening, like, you know, her mouth for a second to say something. And someone cut her off real quick. Like, one of our producers cut her off real quick. Line producer. Of course. And then she just immediately went, oh, you allies are all the same. <laughs> she still referred to us as the allies. That's kind of cool. She referred to us as allies, <laughs> with the D, allies. <laughs> there was one other country in the allies, but 
we don't really, uh, we don't really like to talk about the fact that they kind of won the war uh, as much, if not more, than the Americans. Um, I actually spent a good chunk of uh, college uh, in in uh, uh, history classes, um, and uh, one of our courses was almost dedicated to how the Russians won World War II. Yeah, and I actually argued that that was not the case, and that uh, what was the uh, win to World War II was when Germany stopped advancing and was no longer an offensive army and became a defensive army and just held up strongholds uh, across Europe. And I got an A++, right? That is not real great in college. But I, I got an A+. Plus on that. in the college. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so many pluses. Um, but yeah, uh, the teacher loved it because I, I brought up a good point that, that was contrary to what we've been taught all course. Which was that the Russians had won the war and it was literally their war to win and Germany was scared shitless of the Russians and all that's true. Uh, when the Russians were coming down on Berlin, the Germans were freaking the fuck out. And when the Russians surrounded Berlin and let you know nobody get out of Berlin after the war uh, was all over, um, they were killing. They were starving off like the people of Berlin. They were just going to like they cut off all supply chains and all transportation that could go in and out. And so you just were in Berlin. You were just going to starve to death. So Americans actually flew over Berlin, dropping food uh, into Berlin so that the people of Berlin could actually eat. Otherwise, they would have died. Uh, there's a whole movie on it by Roberto Rossellini called uh, Germania Año Zero, which is Germany Year Zero. And it's about uh, that plight and having no access to anything. It's an incredible movie about a little boy just going around Berlin. <laughs> and, and, and Roberto just went and filmed in Berlin because it was just right up the fucking, you know, highway from Italy. And he just shot there uh, at this movie about about this thing that actually happened immediately after the war. And he still had a bombed out Berlin to be able to film in when he shot the movie. Well, back to The Witcher. Yeah. So Witcher. So is that everything about the video game series? Yeah, I, I, I think I said everything I had to say about the Wild Hunt. Couldn't finish it. Won't ever finish it too long, too much. Never go back, even after the show? I, I've considered it. I mean, uh, just because the show maybe kind of want to know more about that world. But either I I uh, start from scratch with the incredibly complicated mechanics uh, or or uh, I don't I don't know. Where, I don't know where I'd fucking continue with that game. Would you be interested to go to The Witcher and work your way to Witcher 2, then Witcher 3, or no, just the, Witcher 3? From what I've read, The Witcher does uh, not hold up at all. Witcher 2 kind of holds up, uh, because by 2011, we kind of figured out uh, games. It's like a PS3, uh, Xbox uh, 360 era. Uh, and it's okay, but it's also way more of an RPG. But no, I'm not going to go back to the old games. Okay, cool. All right, well, let's move on to Netflix's season one of The Witcher. And uh, Felk, why don't you go first? What is uh, your cool boy rating of season one? Oh, I'll give it three boys. Three out of five boys. Maybe two and a half. Yeah, um, I'll, 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 I'll meet you there. How about you, you stay at three, I'll stay at two, and then we combine powers. We're two and a half boys. I thought it was two out of five boys. Um, I got brought into watching this series mostly because... You were like, you know, let's watch the series. And then on top of that, I know Noli's watching the series. I thought you had already watched it, but. but I had it not by that point. But Emma, my wife, uh, my wife, uh, nice. She um, uh, watched the series and liked it a lot. So yes. she was like, you know, you, sh you should, you know, maybe watch it. But at the same time. Well, just so we have a third knew. party female perspective. What did she like about it? If you can encapsulate it. Do you have any idea? 
Um, you know, I think she liked the Xenia slash Hercules Legend Continues style <laughs> of um of Xenia. storytelling. Um, I think she liked the campiness of it. It's very Xena and Hercules. It is. It is. Yeah. Um, I think she probably liked the Henry Cavill of it. Yeah. Um, and well, she's not like uh, rewatching Justice League. No, but uh, yeah, I would say like maybe that that's uh, an attractant as well to the to the series. Um, I didn't like it as much. I found it cumbersome. I found it stressful to get through, and not in a good way. More so, like in a like what? Uh, who the fuck cares? Who's writing this shit? Like, like, like there are times I'm like, I'm like, this feels like CW, you know, like trying to do Game of Thrones or something like that. Like, it Not, didn't, it felt, yeah, what do you mean in terms of the effects? The effects I thought were good. The effects were like Game of Thrones first couple seasons on par with like their first season or so. Yeah, they, they weren't bad effects. Um, obviously, they have money and effects are cheaper now to make than they were in 2007 or eight or whatever it was. But uh or 2010. But um yeah, I don't know. It was just kind of like it just had a like a like a really campy feel to it and it and it, it, it reminded me almost of PBS Masterpiece Theater kind of quality like kind of where it was like they had like really nice costumes and it, like I get it. They were trying to go for that look, but it just felt like a little too sheen and like on top of that like the armor for the Nilfgaard like army is like plastic black plastic and like that was really gross and like i don't know i don't know if marvel figured out a way in, in their first phase to like film plastic costumes and not have them look plastic mm. and i feel like this show just did not do that like some of these costumes i disagree like they were just plastic armor i think i think even thor in dark world is kind of plasticky um to a certain degree some of his armor yeah, um, but I still think it's shot better. Like the like the metal sleeves he has in yeah. those movies is entirely a plastic sleeve that he has on, or rubber or rubber sleeve, and and it looks like metal in the movies at least. Yeah, like yeah. they they did a good job. They did some Caps helmet probably in, 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 uh, in Avengers is, is yeah. There's there's a lot of bad plastic, but I didn't I did not notice what you're talking about with the Nilfgaardian people. Uh, I thought the uh, armor was again. On par with the first two seasons of Game of Thrones. Like you can't compare it with season seven, where they're, they're, every episode's like a movie and there's fucking dragons and massive battles. But uh, yeah, the, we, if you compare it to the first two seasons of Game of Thrones, I thought it was budget-wise on par. I um, maybe so. I, I I thought Game of Thrones felt more lived in and a little bit more real. Um, I well, it's got better. I world, did not know anything about Game of Thrones when I watched the very first episode. I watched it when it came on HBO. And uh, that opening night, you know, when everyone else sat down Sunday night, you know, to watch it, that's the same time I watched it. Hmm. I know fucking clue what, what Game of Thrones was. I was hooked first episode, like hooked. Really? Yeah. I think the first episode is a slog, man. I loved that whole first season. I, I I understood my regions. I understood kind of the, you know, what's at stake. I, I loved it. Now, I don't know if that's now if I'm dealing with someone who's not jaded, but someone that's used to the tropes okay. that have been created by Game of Thrones that were not tropes when Game of Thrones came out on HBO. Um, maybe that's why I kind of it fell a little bit more flat. But just I didn't there were things I didn't care for. Like the first episode of The Witcher is so, so fucking important. 
like in the end, like you don't even realize it when you're watching it, how important this this first episode is. Like everything that goes down that first episode is touched upon in the last two episodes and then some. And it's and like you even like re-see events from new perspectives, which is stuff I normally love, but I found it trying for some reason with yeah, the show. I had the first season the first episode's weird because the only character who really carries over is Geralt. Geralt. Uh except it for is, it is Geralt. Yeah, and you, you see, I think Siri, is Siri in the first episode? Yes. Okay, so she's set up to. In fact, the only person that's not in the first episode is Yennefer. Okay, yeah, and then she gets, like, her whole story of the next two. Right, I think she's in the second episode only. Yes. Okay, that's the other thing. So, back to what earlier we were talking about it. Um, the very first two books are, you know, a bunch of, uh, an anthology of stories, the Witcher stories. Uh, the Last Wish and Sword of Destiny. So this season felt like, in a lot of ways, that, as you described earlier, Felk. It felt like, you know, a bunch of short stories kind of connected to each other. Um, I get that you have to have Geralt in the show and Ciri in the show and Yennefer in the show to make this The Witcher show. But I think it really fucking hindered the show to follow the three different characters. I think Siri in general was a complete waste of storytelling. Siri was, but Jennifer and Geralt were both good. I, but I think the show would have been stronger. And I get they're like, well, Game of Thrones, you follow multiple different characters forever. And yeah, and Heat, the fucking movie Heat, you follow like eight to nine different fucking characters. I get it. I can follow multiple characters. Sometimes it's how the storytelling works. For me, Jennifer had an incredible story. I could have just dealt with that the whole season and really felt that or if you just got rid of siri maybe that would allow us the ability to bounce between yennefer and and Geralt a little bit more and like have more fun with them and and because like yennefer was like i have the storyline that's the arc of the season and like Geralt's fucking like storyline is like i have the storyline that's the arc of the episode you know what i mean like and yeah. so it was weird like you were fitting the series really series the weak spot of the movie and series, uh, the, the, and series is, is, is just like, I have the arc for season two that doesn't matter at all in this other than you yeah. just need to know I'm a character. Yeah. Um, Her story really begins when she's with Geralt. So uh, having uh, having all that time with her leading up to that was a w waste. So it is a waste. And one of the things that I feel like you really could have done is you could have tied her whole storyline into one episode in next season, in season two. And then you could just be like, this is how Siri got to Geralt. Like, it could also have just been, been a done. bottle episode, I guess. But all right, no, we have to get to it now, I guess. because uh, So I had to look up on Wikipedia what the fuck was going on when all of a sudden you find out that uh, Geralt's story, which you had been seeing, was taking place years before the stuff that was happening with Siri. Decades. Decades before. And... We don't even have a definitive for how old, uh, I guess, 30 something years. Uh, Yennefer's story was like 30 years in the past as well. She said uh, she gave it a, 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 a time at one point. Yeah, she was a number. watching the King baby or whatever. Yeah. And she's just like, she's like, like I've been like, doing it for 30 years for like, like that. two decades or something like that. Yeah. So so all these stories are taking place at different times. Um, and unlike Westworld, where they make when they finally reveal it, it's like a, a five minute twist, like uh, where they cut back and forth between um, Ed Harris and 
the weird guy from it's Jimmy Simpson. Funny, Jimmy Simpson. Uh, right. When they like they they spell in the final it out. episode. Yeah, the, that's yeah, the final episode of the first season. Right. Uh, they spell it out like, and then I became the black hat, and Jimmy Simpson puts on the hat and like kneels down, it bleeds up and cuts the like Ed Harris, even though they look fucking nothing like each other. Nothing um, at all. Uh, they make a point of spelling it out. Whereas when The Witcher reveals that. The, the, that Geralt had actually met the fucking Siri family uh, and, and that uh, the, here's an open here's a scene that's taking place after all the events we followed him with that takes place like 20 30 years before Siri's born I think uh, it, it just show, it just cuts to it it doesn't like spell it out or whatever and you're like what the fuck is happening Wait, i was it, like what it the spelled fuck is- it out in episode three it re- that, that twist is revealed in episode three when you cut to the mages uh getting put into their different castles for their different kingdoms and like yennefer's all ugly and then she comes back all beautiful and then she steals the king from uh frangilla yeah um that's when you realize that you're all the different timelines are happening because you see the king that's in episode four or, or maybe it's episode three or four um, you see the king that like is fucked his sister to create that gross monster, like yes. uh, abortion. Yeah, you see him as a boy with his sister as a little girl in that dance. They're just standing to the side, and their mothers are like, "Shut up!" See, I missed that. I, I I missed that. I I I, I was uh, I, I didn't figure it out until Geralt was actually at the fucking big party. Okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, when he sees the actual urchin, the night urchin or whatever. What's the night urchin? The knight, the knight with the his name was Urchin, Lord Urchin. He's a knight, but he had the spikes. He was the uh, fucking hedgehog, dude. Yes, that episode. That's yes. the episode I f- figured it out that there was fucking all these different timelines. Was that yep. way later than I was supposed to have realized that? I'm pretty sure the third episode where you find out there's multiple timelines. I was on Twitter a lot while I was watching it, dude. I, I, it, it was, it was okay. So like, finding that stuff out like for me was supposed to be maybe i guess like a wow gotcha moment right i was confused i was just like okay whatever like okay this isn't like westworld already ruined this for you like i'm sorry but like i don't even care about this because westworld did it and it literally made me stop watching westworld like i watched the first season of westworld yeah i have not watched season two because once they did the reveal i'm just like no jimmy yeah. simpson is not ed harris i can't get behind this I watched the first two episodes and uh, of season two, and w- I, when I found out that they were continuing the Jimmy Simpson storyline, I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Why would I care about that storyline now that I know it's it has over. no connection to, to, to anything else? I know how it ends." Yeah, yeah, you know exactly. Oh, wait, oh my god, this is why I'm not watching Westworld anymore. And I was told by people that's a good idea. They make the Hemsworth a much more important character. Good. I'm glad he he didn't die. I didn't think he died. I assumed he he was alive. Well, I only watched the first two episodes of season two, and they also make uh, Valkyrie. Uh, she's she's kind of like a main character in season two. Tessa Thompson. So, uh, The Witcher season one it had three M's, right? It had a mutant, a mage, and a MacGuffin. Oh, it's cute. Um, I liked the mage storyline with Yennefer. I thought Yennefer had some incredible tits. I was blown away at how hard her nipples were when she was being transformed. Like that actress's nipples were so fucking hard, her tits looked incredible. She probably was cold. Um, I I thought she was beautiful. Um, and I I liked her chemistry with uh with Geralt. Um, I do not understand all the rules that exist in this show. Like we've talked about, law of surprise. I don't know what the fuck that is. Like that literally sounds like a fucking 
like like a 13 year old wrote this series and then like an eight year old did punch up on it like what the fuck is law of surprises like that is the stupidest thing to, and then they talk about how destiny and how if you if you if you don't go along with destiny like only chaos will ensue and it was weird but i liked her story yennefer's story in the general and in, in general i liked it Geralt's story was like really just kind of like what's the monster of the week you know and i guess that's like all there was to it and siri was literally she was just a macguffin to find the entire season you definitely didn't need all the shit with her and the 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 wood elf people that yeah. was yeah the Bl the blavakian forest elf that didn't people. go nowhere yeah, and if you know you if you got to a character like her at the end with Geralt running through the forest, you would and he hugged her and freaked out like you would pretty much know that it was supposed to be Siri. And if you didn't, it would be a good cliffhanger leading you into season two. So that being said, looking back at season one, are there any episodes specifically that you liked? Yes, uh, well, and the actual fifth episode uh, was bottled appetites. Uh, and, and again, this takes place after the banquet episode, which I found out that there were multiple storylines, even though apparently that was I was supposed to have already figured that out. Uh, but this episode, every everything was now on even footing. We like at least Geralt and Yennefer were all taking place at the same time and they finally meet. And it's a, it's a nice self-contained story about about, uh, about trying to capture Will Smith because he's a genie. <laughs> Yeah, because um, Geralt just wants to sleep, which is like a weird character thing. Like he wants a genie to help so he can fucking get sleep. Uh, but but uh, Henry played it well. And Yennefer shows her tits a lot in that episode. Now that she's hot. I thought it was weird. They showed her tits for the first time when she was still like deformed. Um, by the way, hot tits. let's just talk about the, the casting of, of, of Yennefer. Uh, she's not she does not look like the Yennefer of the game series which is a much more clearly white woman also uh much more stronger features strong chin she looks kind of wonder womany um uh, it's it, it yeah, what degree. i remember uh very, very much yeah that that uh that's why i said megan gale she kind of looks like her um so but this this girl's much more frail not she's not like as tall as Geralt is like she is in the game like she's not like six two, she doesn't have a Victoria's Secret model look which is that's the thing and, the, and it, that is in in the game lore that like all the witches look like models because they can you know choose how they how they look. Um, so they were all beautiful women. Not for really. The most part they, they were like they were beautiful women for the most part. They weren't all models. Yeah. Um. In the game, they look like Victoria's Secret models. My guess is that they were trying to scale it back a bit and just be like, these were beautiful women for that time. Yeah. Because like yeah. at that time, you would not get women this beautiful in general. Like you wouldn't also get girls who ha look like they have like perfect tits because those are usually fake tits. Uh, they usually, they have they have like perfect like. 90s playboy tits uh, sabrina was a hot witch with huge titties that they made sure you saw her huge titties all the time who's sabrina she was the the witch that was like blonde white but like huge tits and she always had her cleavage spilling out oh yeah but you never see her like full tits. no i don't think you actually saw nipples or anything yeah and uh and uh who's the, who's the the tris marigold um she's a she's a hot like ginger redhead in in the the games and books and in this she was she kind of looked like um uh the chick from saturday night live uh oh my rudolph my rudolph i was just yeah, like a little bit yeah i was just like what this is this she's supposed to be hotter than that and it's also again it's always the redheads they recast as 
people of color. It's weird. Oh yeah, what did we talk about this with? It was Mary Jane. Talked Mary about Jane. Yeah, there, there's like a lot of recast. Uh, Mary Jane. Who else? What was the other one? I forget. There's so there's there's a long list. I'd have to look it up. But yeah, the, the, they it's it's uh, yeah it, it's a kind of a, a weird theme. But um, yeah, she's not as hot, and she never showed her tits. And Tris shows her tits in the game, uh, at least in Witcher Three, she does. So. Eh. Hope. And is Tris dead at the end of season one, or is I, she just injured badly? I think she's injured badly. Okay. I don't think like she, she's a, she's a character throughout the books. Uh, and I mean, The Witcher Three, I think takes place uh, it takes some from that uh, that last book, sort of whatever the fuck. Um, so, uh, so season of storms. Um, so uh, yes, yeah, I, I, I'm assuming she's gonna still be alive. But I didn't like her casting. What did you think of of Yennefer as casting though? I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't have any reason not to like her. I, I, I think I said earlier, yeah, I thought she was fine. I liked her titties, especially, and her nipples looked incredible. What did you think about the show's attempt to make her ugly for the first two episodes? It was, it was. She's all that. Uh, as soon as I saw her, I, I, my wife, like I said, had already seen the episode. I was kind of like, oh, let me guess, that's Yennefer because she's going to be beautiful, and they just clearly making her look like she's like an ugly, beautiful woman right yeah. now. They, 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 they stuffed like a, like a wet rag in her fucking mouth, so it's like out like that and then yeah. they ha- had her put on a hump fake hump and then had her like move like one uh, shoulder up and one down and it's like all she has to do is straighten up and she's gonna be pretty hot obviously yeah <laughs> yeah yeah she pulls that hair back and gets rid of the underbite we're all good yeah and that was it that was also a hair- haircut change for the most part i think she had like bangs and then like by the time you see no, it later when she's all bangs. hot it's just like her hair's all swept to the side it's beautiful yeah um, I, I I thought she was fine. She was fine casting. Actually, I I think she was the storyline I liked the most. I think she might have been the the character I enjoyed the most watching. Um, yeah. I think it's because I'm I enjoy when you have a serial more than a series. And Geralt was more of a series character, and and Yennefer was more of a serial character. Pretty um, much, yeah. Geralt, I really liked though Henry Cavill what he did with this character. I loved all his hmm, like he did hmms a lot. And I, I I like how he played this kind of like a like a really uh, gravelly British American voice. It like was it weird. Was he, he was less British than he is in normal like conversation. Which is after Game of Thrones, it was particularly weird to to yeah. have him sound almost American in this movie. Yeah, he had a little bit of British, Serious. but like it was mostly American and it was super gravelly. It was almost like his Batman. Yeah. It, that, that's a very good that, that would be how he would voice when he's Batman mm-hmm. um, it was nice seeing him also uh, get to do kind of R uh, acting and being R rated content again I really liked him in Immortals um, I really like yeah. Immortals a lot I think Tarsem is a great director and I, I enjoy his films even the ones that are less uh, you know uh, well received by critics. Like I liked Mirror Mirror, I thought it was fun. Yeah, I, I, I what's um the fall? What, not, the uh, fall is probably my least favorite of his. Yeah, I did not like the fall. Um, that's at all. the fantasy story where the uh, soldier tells the the little girl in um an, a like a was it? I guess it was either World War One or maybe it was a uh, Spain, yeah. a Spanish Civil War. The cell is good though. I, I mean, a lot of people hate it. I think it's uh, a very interesting, very. I love the cell. Uh, it's a very interesting movie. Uh, the problem J Lo is the problem. She's very, she's horribly miscast, and so is Vince oh. Vaughn. Frankly, uh, oh, no, the casting is bad. The casting you got is Vincent bad. Vincent D'Onofrio. Vince D'Onofrio's Vaughn, fine. All the Vinces are there. No, D'Onofrio's 
fine casting, but Vince Vaughn is not good casting, and J Lo is as potentially completely wrong. Um, Felk, while we're talking about characters, did you like your role? Yes. I mean, I like Henry Cavill. Like, how can you not like Henry Cavill? He's the most likable person there is. Um, but but uh, it was, yeah, it was, it was neat seeing, getting to see him do. I saw a lot of uh, uh, Snake Plissken in his, his performance. Uh, mm. You saw Batman, but I, I specifically, like, you know, like, I don't give a fuck about your war. Yeah. Or, or your lull of surprise. Uh, it just, it was all gravel, all, all, I don't care. Uh, just give me the fucking money. Um, it does... Like you kind of wonder, like why? Like I, in terms of world building, I just don't get why everyone hates witchers. I mean, I get that they're mutants, but like people are doing fucking magic shit all the time. Like, oh, there's the fucking castle where there's a mage who's got like a fucking sex orgy on all the time. Uh, mm. Get out of here, mutant! <laughs> all you did was fucking, you know, slay this horrible beast yeah, which so- has been fucking killing her children and or livestock. It's like. Dude, I, I, you, like when you, an exter- when Orkin man, when an exterminator comes to your fucking house as you have termites, you're not like, hey, fucking exterminator, get out of here, Orkin man, <laughs> with your chemicals and your shit. Like, you know, yep. throwing mud at him. All right, here's mm-hmm. some money. <laughs> yep. Like, why do people hate witchers? I don't, I don't like it. Yeah, that's, that was weird. So, like, that's all from like the first episode. So, like, um, I, I really liked like Henry Cavill as Geralt, like I said, but like I I preferred Yennefer. But one of the things about uh, like threw me off right away was his character being quote unquote a mutant. Like they said, like I can. There's some like things I'll give, you know, I won't care about. I'll just be like, oh, whatever, I'll give it to you. Like um, like fuck when people are like say fuck in a in, in a you know a Middle Ages or you yeah, know Game of Thrones. Dark ages, right? Yeah, like fuck. I'll give away fuck. I'm like, all right, whatever. Okay, fine. People say fuck here. Fine, whatever. But when people are like, give a mouse a cookie, you know, I'm like, start saying things like that. I'm like, wait, what? Like, that's not cool. But mutants was one. I'm like, dude, what are we doing? Is this X Men all of a sudden? Yeah. Like, we're acting like literally the X Men cartoon in the 90s right now, where the way people are acting about mutants in the area. And sometimes you're like, okay, maybe they're being influenced by the sorcerer or whatever. But it's just weird. I don't know why he had to be a mutant. I don't know why that terminology well, that had to be used it, it at It doesn't all. mean mutant like it, it does an X-Men, I don't think. Mutants it, are, well, clearly it doesn't. But it's just a weird term to give him then. It's, it's, just call him a witcher. It's people who are created through magic. Although he he has a mother, so I'm not quite sure how that works. Maybe he doesn't have well, a father. She well, was, she was magical, right? She was a, she was a mage of yeah. some sort. But she was a mage that didn't want to practice with mages or something. They did mention mutant one other time. They, um, uh, uh, the Witcher Geralt was all like to uh, the 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 Golden Dragon guy before you found out he was a Golden Dragon. He was like the Golden Dragon guy was some sometimes there's even Golden Dragons. They're the rarest. After yeah. the Witcher already was like there's green and then there's red and then there's black and black's the rarest. And he was like the Golden's the rarest. And he's like, no, the gold wouldn't even exist. It'd only be some kind of mutation. And in my understanding, mutation's only there to help you. And then, boom, of course, there's a golden dragon in the end. Yeah. So they did establish that there's mutations in this world. That episode was so fucking weird. The golden dragon episode was so god. That's why I'm giving it like two and a half to three stars because I'm just like, I was just like, fuck it. All right, whatever. This this episode, this show is the weirdest goddamn thing. 
where uh, an old guy turned out to also be able to turn into a fucking golden dragon and he had a dead wife golden dragon who was uh, he was had a green egg. dragon uh, okay the, yeah the, the wife of dragon was green and then they had a, an egg and he wanted to protect the egg and so it, but he knew that people would hunt it down so he hired everyone who could potentially hunt it down to bring it to the exact location where his egg was so that he could then have the witcher uh fight them uh, and I guess also Jennifer, uh, knowing that they, you know, have good hearts and see the value in protecting a dragon egg. And also he had two black chicks who were just like willing to die for him, but also didn't die. I, I was, that was, that was just like, what the, f dude, when J.R.R. Tolkien smoked weed and then wrote Lord of the Rings, he knew where to pull back. And, yep. and be like, that's too, I was on weed. <laughs> that, yeah. That oh, was, yeah. And, 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 th and this is like somebody who like, okay, is the golden dragon playing to now more, more weed logic. <laughs> yeah. Cause then they brought the golden dragon back again at the very final episode, because it's when you, when you find, you know, Geralt and his mother and you find out his mother's a mage and she hands him apples by, you know, floating them over to him. Right. Yeah. Um, Just like Anakin. That, that's when the gold just you know, he did a pair. Yeah, he did a pair. Um, that's when the gold dragon like shows up at the hearth, like comes through the fireplace or whatever, and it's and all of a sudden it starts talking without moving its mouth. So it's like okay, dragons just they use telepathy, I guess. Well, it was it, in the in the episode where it's like physically there. It's also talking, and the mouth wasn't moving right. It was, it was kind of like the uh, uh, Shatnerians in, in Phantom Menace, where like their their mouths don't line up with what they're saying, and I'm like, is this intentional? What the fuck's happening here? Yeah, I don't know if its mouth was even moving to talk. Like I don't think it was. I think it was, just, it was. It was. Yeah. It was. It was just like uh, it wasn't like like talking movement. So I, I was just like, I don't know. I, I guess yes. He was telepathically communicating. There's been other. There's been other like fantasy shows or movies. I think where they've done a similar thing like that with dragons. Where they, I don't know. I'm, I mean, they not talk that way. Dragonheart and. Uh, uh, let the whatever the desolation of smaug smaug uh the the mouth moves like it's talking oh yeah so did uh falcor falcor's uh mouth moves yeah, yeah he's a fuck dragon he's a fucking fuck dragon um well i did have a favorite episode it was the final episode um because it was like you know okay i get it and we're getting somewhere it seems like okay so i might come back for season two because I liked the last episode and I guess I kind of liked the first episode a little bit, but the first episode was, was trying the first half of it was trying. And you know, I really didn't care much for I think the third or fourth episode, maybe in the fifth episode of the series, I thought they were just kind of not so good. Uh, Oh really? Cause that's when I started actually kind of liking the show is when yeah, I actually like met Jennifer, their chemistry together. Uh, oh no, literally when I found out there was timelines and different timelines, I was like, ooh, good for you. <laughs> oh, good for you. Yeah, well, it dissipates in the second half, though. And it's more or less all at the same time for, for like. Well, it all comes back to like this one character, Mouse Tit or fucking Mouse Balls, what his name was. And like, he was like, all of a sudden, like, you're like, okay, this guy I thought was killed is back. And then, Mouse oh, he's killed in turn. <laughs> What's his name? Mouse Sack. Mouse sack, yeah. That's the that's, that's the like weird like goth gay guy who has the the uh, becomes the other guy from the, yes. who a series like uncle or yeah, friend uh, or, or like or like he's the mage that was yeah, watching like a good over mage her. Supposed to watch over, yeah, yeah, he was a good mage. 
Um, because yeah, he's one of the people that when you think he's or you know he's already dead, and then you see him talking to Geralt, and you're like, oh, that's the real him. I get it. <laughs> oh, we can't we can't help but talk about Yaskier or whatever his name is. His name was spelled uh, Jaskier, but it's pronounced like Yaskier or whatever. Who's that? <laughs> you're on it was the musician audio. that followed Geralt everywhere. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh God. So yeah, so I, I just remember him as 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 um, the Rob Schneider character. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. He's, yeah, he's just walking around and be like, "The Witcher, Witcheroo." It is, it is Ro- the Witcher. It's, it's a the Witchmeister. That dude, like, did he know he was in a fantasy show? Did he think that was a modern day? And it's like, all right, dude, you 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 go to fucking Dartmouth. You got a backwards baseball hat, and yep. you're just like, "Hey, man, let's get some brewskis, toss a coin to your Witcher." His character really pushed the level of dialogue. Honestly, also Geralt, his his character pushed the level of dialogue into like modern time. But like, yeah, his character for sure, Yaskier or whatever. Yeah, his character was like, "Oh, come on!" And then he would sing the most ridiculous songs yeah. that were so very classic, uh, um, you know, Middle Ages type of ballads you would hear. Yeah. Here's what I didn't like, though. By the time we started getting, like, lyrical end credit songs in Game of Thrones, I think it was um, Bear and the Maiden Fair in Hard Rock, right yeah. after Jamie lost his hand, I think, right? That's about, like, the Rock Steady or something. Uh, or, so, or, like, episode five or whatever, or six or maybe. The Nationals like, All of a sudden, like the... we're getting Yaskier, like, songs in the end credits. And I'm just like, dude, he has not earned it. He has not earned it. Yeah, it sounds like a fallout boy song. It's it. really weird too. I did not care for that, but I love it. The fucking bear and the maiden fair, the bear and the maiden fair, <laughs> like the fucking hard rock version of it. That's great. The hold steady. That's what I was trying. I, I, rock, the hold steady. I kept saying thinking rock steady, but rock steady is rock and roll rock steady and bebop. So Felk, did you have a least favorite episode? Uh, yeah, probably, um, the one where he fights the, the abortion. Yeah, I didn't like that one either. Yeah, that was that was a weird one. That was just, it was too weird. That's the thing about The Witcher. It got a lot of praise because the game series was adapted from the books, and, and the, the uh, I mean I know the game series more than I know the books, but like it got a lot of praise because it dealt with like weird shit. Like it, it's like a, a king has a deformed fucking daughter, and he you know cast her out and, and it's like this is that that's that's in the witcher 3 i don't i don't know like why it's so similar to the story of that episode because uh maybe the series just gets really fucking repetitive but it's like the same like like story where like a, like a rich guy fucking had a daughter who was deformed and he cast her out and now she's growing up to be a monster it turns out it was all because of some stupid shit he does and you know in the game you have the choice of like you just kill it do you go through the much more complicated process of trying to turn her back into a, a regular girl? Uh, and if you do, like, well, does oh, the family like you Oh, wait, you're like talking you about this specific monster. No, I, it, well, if so, then this is a story that didn't get adapted in the games until The Witcher 3, because it's in The Witcher 3. Okay. But uh, in the game, you have choices, though. You, you can, whereas in the show, Geralt just does whatever the fuck he wants, so he turns her back into... <laughs> It's a TV was, show. What are you? What are you talking about? Uh, hello. There's other Netflix shows that have already given you the have option. Have you watched those? No, of course not. Have you not. watched those? No, I don't care. I've watched the Bear Grylls one. Okay, where it was like Man versus You or whatever yeah, the hell yeah, it was yeah, called, yeah, yeah. and you had to pick Bear Grylls' options. Yeah, and you could kill him. 
It's the stupidest shit. And when you kill him, it's like, oh, start back. And it rewinds back. And it's like, you get to do it again. It's the, it's so lame. Yeah, well, I'm not really suggesting that. But I'm just saying it, it's the stories lend themselves uh uh, the, the the fucked up like allegories for you know responsibility and abandoning responsibility and all that stuff uh matters a little bit less when it's just like cardboard thin characters making the decisions for themselves and you have no input yeah so i can i can kind of see why the witcher is probably a series that best lends itself to games where you have a reason for investment because you you're responsible for the decisions that Geralt makes as opposed to just a writer being like Henry Cavill would do this because Henry Cavill's whole attitude, like, isn't there like one part where he's like, oh, fuck this shit. And he just like says it like that, like yeah, a modern like day that, yeah. person. It's like, yeah, that's a weird attitude for a uh, fantasy hero <laughs> to, to have. Yeah, well, that's the 80s. Like, that's the Snake Plissken, as you as you mentioned. Yeah, that's very much like that. Like, it's that feeling. And I think. But yeah, imagine imagine Vigo Mortensen was like, like. He's like, oh, you got to take this fucking ring all the way to the volcano place. And he's like, fuck that. And he just like leaves and goes on a different story. See, but that's what made Lord of the Rings really good. Yeah. Was that like Vigo stayed in character, you know, and like and Peter Jackson knew what his character was. I don't think they really know yeah. what these characters are. Sam never goes, damn, at any point in the, like, the series. No, he does not. No, no, he does not. Um, I think I think these characters are a little bit more self-referential. Um, I think the I think the writers are having a little bit more fun with that. Yeah. Um, I don't think this is anywhere on par with the seriousness of the scripts of the Lord of the Rings. Um, but since you were talking about monsters and you were just talking about that abortion monster, did you have a favorite or a least favorite monster in the series, or what did you think of the monsters? Uh, I wasn't too impressed. They they all kind of none of them really like stuck with me. Like there's the that that first monster is like a, just a bunch of tentacles. Yeah, it was like a squid monster. It, it felt like something. It felt like something. Yeah, like a minor part of the the Fellowship of the Ring. That that squid monster thing. So it's just like none of the monsters really stuck with me. I mean, the gold dragon's memorable, but um, there was the abortion monster, right? Yeah. And then uh, I, I yeah, what are all the monsters and all? The there aren't that episodes? many for a guy. For about a guy who kills monsters, I felt like the show was pretty light on monsters. Oh, the, well, every episode of one monster, a minimum of one monster. So uh, episode eight, it was the zombies crawling out of the ground. Yeah, they were forgettable. Um, and episode six, I think, was the dragon. Episode seven, um, I don't remember what it was. No, nor do I. Five was the, the djinn, but you never even really see. Yep. Yeah, you only see it kind of in cloud form. Like you do see, like it's it's like silhouette in a cloud. All right, yeah, I didn't. I I um I guess my favorite monster was probably oh the, the hedgehog one. guy could be a monster, I guess. The which one? The hedgehog faced guy who got cursed. Because yeah. they wanted to, they want girl to kill him, and he's like, "That's just a dude. Like I'm not doing that." Yeah, he's cursed. He's just a dude who's cursed. I like I'm that. Like, I like I, I, I like that element of the character. He's he's just like. These are just animals, you know. Well, you find that out in the final episode that that's like what his people believe, right? That like live and let live is what his mother says to him. Yeah. So, um, I yeah, I guess the first monster is really my favorite, just because it was so big and ridiculous. Um, and it hurt that little deer. Oh, 
And my least favorite was probably the zombies in the very end, the final episode. That's yeah, it's was. just like, oh, they have zombies too. Yeah. Sure. And if they bite you, you die. <laughs> yeah. How That's original. It. No other show has had that concept for zombies nope. before. Never, never. Yeah, I mean, maybe they have to have it because everyone has it. But I just didn't care for the way they did it. Um, so I already mentioned earlier, I'm not so sure I'm going to come back for season two. Felk, are you going to continue watching if they came out with season two? Or I think they are when they come out with season two. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, you are. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially now that like the whole first season is like a third of its running time is dedicated to setting up a relationship that you get a minute of in the very last episode uh, where, where Siri finally meets her eventual adoptive father. Uh, I assume that that'll, I want to see where that goes. And I want to see more of uh, 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 Anya Sharatra's uh, Yennefer. Um, I think uh, even though the physical appearance was uh, different uh, from Yennefer, ultimately she just had to be a a hot woman who Mm -hmm. shows her tits a lot and has a, a very, world weary perspective on 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 uh on life and magic and again game of thrones really takes a little bit of the fun out of uh this series because i guess game of thrones was first though wasn't it now that i look at the book series is not being 92 um just the this the perspective on magic like there's right. a lot more magic in this show than there was in the first two seasons of game of thrones um, there's a lot more magic in the first season of The Witcher than there is in eight seasons of Game of Thrones. By the the, the end, when they're fighting the fucking Night King with two full-size dragons? I mean, the dragons, are, I don't consider magic. I get that Game of Thrones does consider them magic. I mean, like, you see spells and, like, people doing, like, hand whooshing and shooting beams and yeah, killing it's a lot, themselves you're, you're and right, right, into right, energy yeah, balls. It's Doctor launched. Strange shit, actually. And by the way, that is, yeah. that's another thing. It's like, okay, so magic portals can look like anything, but the only two times I've seen magic used to create portals, they look the fucking exact same and they are conjured using the exact same swirly finger shit. Yes, except uh, they, they don't have the little uh, uh, portal ring that they have for Doctor Strange. I did like how their portals, though, in The Witcher were uh, distortion in light. And that was it. Kind of like yeah, they were lens flare moving kinda. light. Yeah, they once you went, you didn't see what was on the other side of the portal. You had to just run through the portal and then you found out what was on the other side. Like that one episode where it begins with. Yennefer just running through portals and being chased by yeah. some dude with like a ant monster. Yeah, actually, that was that was a pretty cool monster. That was a pretty cool sequence. Yeah, it was. It was. And it, it, it looked like they actually were going to those places. I'm sure they weren't. I'm, they weren't in a winter location and then a desert location. I, even with Netflix's budget, that they probably it was mostly somehow keyed or they may have shot those on those uh, new VER or VER. VR LED sets, you know, that they were shooting the Mandalorian on. It's yeah. possible they were shooting on that. Yeah. And then just stitch it up and post. Yeah, gravity used that uh, too, or you're, you're actually able to project a very realistic lighting reflection on people's. Yeah, it, but it looked, it looked location-y, and, and that, was, that was a good sequence. Also um, the Mandalorian. I mean, not to get into that because we have a whole other episode for that coming up. But um, yeah, the, I mean, it, it, that, that style works really well. The LED. Um, yeah, well sets again i thought the budget looked fine for this this show uh, and and that that sequence is one of their like breakout like look we spent money 
sequences. Yes. Yeah. They did. Yeah. It was one of their few big time, like, you know, it worked. I thought it worked. I thought it was one of the few things I really did like about the show. I didn't. Um, the only problem is I didn't care about the girl that Jennifer was trying to protect. Right. Right. Well, it's funny. She even eventually, like, leaves her behind and to just get killed baby, and saves yeah. the baby. And the baby still dies. And now, because the baby got shot. I know. With that was magic. fucking horrible. That was sad. That's what the Walking Dead should have done with, um, with uh, whatever Judith. her name is, Julia or whatever her name is, little Ju baby. Judith? Judith, that's it. Yeah, Judith. Judith should have died the way she died in the books. Spoiler alert for the Walking Dead books. Okay, so, Felk, who is your fuck me from this TV series? Unfortunately, for, for there, there should be a lot more options uh, for a uh, Witcher uh, show because the game is just like he's just loaded in fucking hot chicks. There, there's it's not just uh, Triss and uh, Yennefer, but there's all other like hot mages and hot fucking uh, mermaids and topless mermaids, topless everybody. Just, just, just he, he goes to baths and there's naked bitches and baths. But in this show, really, it, it comes down to uh, Yennefer. Like, she's the hot one. Like, Triss isn't even that hot. I I, I have to say in, in the show, the, the casting they, they went with. Mm -hmm. And the uh, black mage <laughs> she's, is not particularly hot either. I mean, there was hot chicks in the uh, uh, ma magic-induced uh, fuck scenes, both uh, the one that Yennefer makes and the one that... Uh, Mads Mickelson's brother uh, makes in the first episode. Uh, I thought he was, by the way, kind of wasted. Um, I forget his name. Oh, Lars Mickelson. Um, <clears throat> that's Mads Mickelson's older brother, who plays a villain on uh, the third season of the Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock, and of course plays uh, a fictionalized version of Vladimir Putin on House of Cards. Uh, very memorable in both those roles. Not at all memorable in this role as Stegborg, <laughs> a bad yeah. mage. He was interesting. So he's in he's in the season one. He's in the first episode, and um, all the women behind him are topless, and it's just so exploitation because it's like they're not even doing anything. Like there there are moments where they look like they're supposed to be plucking apples off the apple tree, this orchard that's inside of this you know tower. Yeah, and they aren't like these actors or extras they're just like standing there barely touching an apple about to pull it off but never do it it's weird i don't know if that's on purpose or if they just had like really bad extras for that scene <laughs> we have the, well you know spoilers for game of thrones but a lot a lot of not just extras but featured extras who were just like brothel girls are just fucking porn stars to the point where they created uh gave a full like speaking character accidentally to a fucking porn star and that's uh, whatever uh, Peter Dinklage Oh yeah, is. Shay. Shay, yeah, she's the in the work. Like her acting is horrible, and her character is horrible, and it's like Roz. I, Roz is, uh, was a softcore porn star, I thought. Uh, not Roz did like nude photos, but, but there's another redheaded girl who features uh, in a lot of scenes. And she she did porn, and uh, did a whole thing about like how Game of Thrones saved her from porn, and it's like. So yeah. you pick Yennefer as your fuck me for this. Yeah, I'll fuck you. I'll fuck Yennefer. Who else are you gonna pick? I pick Renfrey. Who's Renfrey? She was the oh, woman the in one. the first episode that he ends She's up hot. Killed. She was hot. She was so hot. At first, I thought Renfrey is that maybe a nickname for Yennefer? Am I meeting Yennefer right now? Mm. 
Um, but it wasn't, and she died. But I thought she was really hot. I wish we saw her naked. I don't think we did. We saw them fuck, but I don't think we saw her naked. No, we didn't. Yeah, that's why I didn't even think of her. Well, neither one of us picked Henry Cavill's or fuck me. Because I'm straight. I well, I have to point out one thing about Henry Cavill, though. No, he's attractive. He's a good-looking man. Let's face facts. Incredibly good-looking man. Abs for days, right? He earns them, though. We know he's that from... Great shoulder muscles, great pec muscles, great arm muscles. But here's the thing I noticed. Even works a gray wig really well. Yeah. Like, that was Silver. a fucking fake-ass wig. It looks great on him. Yeah. But here's the problem. His wardrobe was just a little too sexy. It was a little too fitted. They talk about that one point. He comments, he says it's a little too fitted for him. But... That there's a point where you watch him turn around a lot with his black shirt tucked into his leather pants, and it's just too high of a jean cut on the waist. Yeah, high waist pants and are coming back. It makes back, him though. look like he has a fat fanny. Well, like he's got a big old fat vagina right there. Who else wore something like that? Shirtless. Kylo Ren. Yes. High waisted pants are coming back. Yes, but we never saw a, a full on profile shot that like showed off his his puff. His little pooch, his little, his little, his little pagina. Who, like, Kylo or, or, or Kylo? Yeah, we never saw Kylo. Kylo's was like for like maybe thirty seconds. Well, there's so many shots where you're like, oh, this is not a flattering angle. Oh uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, he doesn't have the look. Zack Snyder probably straight. He's got a wife and, and kids, uh, but he really knows how to film the male physique. Yes, he, does. he did it in 300. And when he had his hands on Cavill, even though Cavill is really only shirtless and like one shot of, of each of the two full movies he got to direct. Mm -hmm. uh, and we have no idea. Maybe he's shirtless throughout the entirety of the cider cut of, of Justice League. We don't know. Uh, I do think he is topless more than that. But that shot of him shirtless after he sees the whale and he grabs the shirt. Yep. Snyder knows how to get every ounce of muscle through the camera lens and onto the film. Oh yeah. And whoever shot this, I mean, it was different people. Um, some of the women, uh, Alex Sarkaroff, who did game of Thrones, a lot of episodes, uh, did a lot of these episodes. It looks like, uh, they do not know how to film a Cavill quality body because if no. you think about it, the game of Thrones, people never had access to one. No, they never did. You're right. Never, the closest thing they would have had to that was a was a Kit Harrington or yeah. a, a Nicolaj Coster Waldo. That, Waldo. The, that compared to Henry Cavill, not even close. It's like comparing a Prius to a Ferrari. Yeah, we didn't get cinematic Cavill. We we really got TV quality Cavill. I Which feel is like weird. It is weird. That is disappointing. I, I do I do feel because like even uh, McQuarrie, Christian McQuarrie, knew how to film Henry in uh, Fallout. Yeah. Oh yeah, you can see his muscles through a like a shirt and jacket. You can he still see all his of, fucking arms. Yeah, all he's doing, by the way, there is is, is shortening up the sleeves on his uh, wrists. Yeah, like I just did with my hoodie. Yep. Um that's all he's doing. Yep, but it's amazing. But it seems like he's reloading his biceps somehow. I I think he is honestly. I really do think he is. And you never got that from his physique. In The Witcher, despite being much less clothed. No, I just I just saw a, a big old fat vagina on the front of his body, and I'm like I'm like I, I know he must have a huge dick in there. You know why are you hiding this dick? Maybe he doesn't. We don't know. 
Ah. His dick is kind of on point in Superman costumes, though. A lot I, of I, I feel skills. like there's a cop under there, though. There must be. Well, I just think it's an unflattering pair of jeans or, or denim pants or whatever they are. Leather Le- pants. Leather pants. They're leather, yeah. Or, or fake leather, probably. Pleather. Well, it's just, it's a bit, it works better for filming. Geralt. You do not want to use real leather for costumes. They learned that with Tron Legacy and I guess the first X-Men. Oh yeah, definitely first X Men. Where they couldn't. Oh. Fu- have you seen the footage where like they have? Yes, to, like, they jump- can't go over the wall. They can't. They can't get over a three foot wall. <laughs> they, they can't get over a parking structure's like uh, little like curb. They all they have trouble getting over a curb. <laughs> and, and and somebody's just like Brian. This is why they usually wear like stretching fabrics like spandex. Like mm-hmm. I, I I guarantee you, Christopher Reeves never had that problem. And and. Uh, Brian Singer just rolled up a newspaper, slapped that production assistant, <laughs> bit him over and fucked him up the ass and says, no, black leather only. <laughs> Nobody look at a comic book. <laughs> Kill him with kindness. Oh, man, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> Have you seen Joe Rogan's reaction to that? We're talking about Kevin's, to what? To, uh, Kevin's, to Kevin Spacey's Kevin, Kevin Kevin Spacey's Kill Him With Kindness video. And then the fact that the person who was... Killed himself like two days later. Killed himself two days later. It's like, what the fuck is this? Who did he talk about that with? A Joe Rogan. I, one of his comedian friends, I think. Okay. It wasn't a big name. Not not all of his guests are superstars, man. Uh, a lot of them are like, I don't know who these people fucking are. I still don't know who Eddie Bravo is. And I've seen like fa- five episodes. I love Eddie Bravo. I love him. He's such a conspiracy theorist. He's out of control. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it might have been actually been Eddie Bravo. Now that I think about it. I, I don't know. Look it up. It, just, just, you know, look. It, it, Joe, Joe was just like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, it's it like, weird. there's no, why would he release this if he didn't have something to do with killing the guy? Like, this, <laughs> this has got to be like him, like saying like, this is how fucking powerful the people I he have. released it I, days before, though. Like, I remember, like, seeing uh, the Kevin Spacey thing released on the shitter. Like, I was taking a dump, and I'm like, what is this? I've I've watched all of the Kevin Spacey videos while taking shits. Yeah. And that was one that I hit, and I was like, this is crazy. And then I remember, it's like, after Christmas, like, a few days, it was like, it was a few days later, so it was after Christmas, and it was like, all of a sudden, the the guy that was mentioned in a issue with uh, Kevin Spacey grabbing his dick at a, like some kind of game or something like that, and and uh, and like he killed himself. I was like, "Holy shit! What?" Nobody knows what the video, like what the purpose of these videos are outside of like he kind of wants to obviously continue on that character. Maybe that's all it is. Yeah, it's all still Frank Underwood. It's supposed to be, but also it, it isn't really because he's not like addressing you f- from. First of all, it's shot on like an iPhone and it's it's color saturated to look like the fucking red cameras uh, that are used for uh, House of Cards. But you you can see the difference in quality. You can see the fact that he's clearly just at his house when he which he hasn't currently lost the the ownership of uh, from legal fees and shit. It's just like the fact that in that video is just like when someone stands in your way, you simply kill them. With, with kindness. kindness. It's like, yeah, with and, kindness, then, and yeah. then two days later, the fucking people who were fucking his life up kill themselves. And it's just like the only reason way that that video makes sense and isn't just insane nonsense is if Kevin Spacey deliberately wanted to prove that he can not only have people killed, but get away with it, even while going as close as he possibly can to admitting to it. 
Yeah. And he's like saying, this is how powerful the people I am connected to are. Yeah. So, so the, I guess the conspiracy would have to be that, that the guy saw the video and then someone offed him and then they made it look like a suicide. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> wow. I here's the here's the wow factor. Well, here. you didn't think that you think it was just I complete didn't realize Kevin Spacey had that much fucking pull, man. He doesn't. He's just part of a part of. He just he just he has a card to the club. The Illuminati. I'm not calling him the Illuminati. The Masons, the Freemasons. No, no, no the Freemasons are, are just a fucking fraternity, basically. The skull and bones. Again, I think that they're just a fraternity. There's, yeah. They have too many members to be that that like powerful society on their but own. But Kevin Spacey's got access to something even far more sinister. I don't know, man. We'll we'll see. What do you think? That, what, what do you think will happen if 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 Weinstein gets a not guilty? I don't know. People will be pissed and on Twitter. I think that's a guarantee. That's it. That's it. Will, will we will we be dragging celebrities out of their fucking mansions no. like in the Dark Knight Rises? No, people are too lazy. <laughs> That's your problem. That's my problem with the Dark Knight Rises. Honestly, is like Bane fucking gets on on a fucking top, on the the military Batmobile, uh, and, and this is like, hey everybody, drag people out of their houses and fucking yeah. camp in mansions and shit, and everybody's like. Yeah. All right. Let's go for it. Let's do let's this. Let's do it. Yeah. No, and that's like, not how. Yeah. It's People like, it's, it's, way. As soon as they got to the fucking mansion, the private security company, which is still paid for by the rich people, would start yep. fucking shooting them. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. I, I agree. It's like there's there's it's not just cops. You can't just. Oh, you know, all you got to do is have every single member of the LAPD or whatever major city you're in cops just go into a tunnel and seal off the tunnel and then everyone <laughs> will do whatever you tell them to do. That's it. That's all that matters. Yeah. No man's land. Yeah. I just really think for the most part, people, when you like tell them to do that stuff, they're just going to be like, nah, yeah. I'm just going to kick it here and watch some Netflix. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like people aren't going to like go out and really no, do they'll, anything. They'll go to fucking target and they'll fucking like, only pay for like half the shit they buy or something like the chief of police, Matthew Modine or whatever he is, is just like at his house. Yeah. He's just chilling. He's, he's just like a, chilling he's like at his robe. house and like a robe. But he's like, yeah. his wife comes to the door. And he's like, and Gordon's like, you let your wife come to the door. And he's like, yeah, like whatever. Like this, yeah. this, is not, this isn't that bad. I mean, <laughs> they haven't really even come it. to my house yet. Except that they were going to set off a nuke in Gotham. Like they come to fucking the hospital to kill Gordon. But as far as I can tell, Gordon just has to hide out at his like friend and protege's apartment, and he's safe. They never bother coming to, to Robin John Blake's house. They, I think they mostly yeah, Robin John Blake. I think they also like just mostly hang out in a kitchen in a pizza shop. Like at one point, like, yeah, they're, 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 a pizza yeah, they're, they're just in the back of like a restaurant. Yeah, they're with, hanging with, out in the like, kitchen. Yeah, with like the five fucking Navy SEAL guys who are just wearing suits. Yep. Where they were just like, hey, man, what can we do? And he's like, I don't know, do stuff. And then Bane, Bane hangs him. And then, like, the entire government's like, guess we're out of ideas now. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, we That was our only group of SEALs we could send Those in are there. the only five people we could spare to save the, like, third most populous city in the country. 
no one would let New York fall so intensely like that. And and it's like for months too. It's like six months or something like that. Yeah. There's no way that happened. All right. Back to the Witcher before we wrap this up. We're done with the Witcher. Easter eggs, opening sigils. Did you even know what the fuck those were when nope. you're watching them? Did you care? Nope. I, 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 again, this is a show I liked because I could fucking be on Twitter and jack off to Pornhub while nice. I was, had it on in the background. And I was just like, whatever. Fucking Henry Cavill's fighting another fucking monster. It's an abortion? What? That's weird. Wait, did you wait? Did you even see the opening sigils for every episode at least? Yeah, I know. I, I think about like the fourth episode. I was like, oh, it's different each time. Whatever. Yeah, so I couldn't tell if those are supposed to be different houses or different monsters. Are there houses in this world? Yeah, they had like some kind of kingdoms. Like there were kingdoms mentioned. Yeah, but they don't they don't like set up like I'm of house something and I'm of house something. It's, no, you're of a land and then there's a king and it's like the kings are constantly and kings and queens can be chosen or yeah. voted. It was it, it, I I did not understand it and by the time that the 8th episode hits and you get, you know, another opening sigil that turns into the witcher sigil i was like okay whatever well that's the thing game of thrones like it, it, it took the, the map the every every episode starts with a, a you know a, locator a, 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 like a map that explains where things are and what's going on there and it gives it, you a little bit of like the, the world and if you all, all you want to know is like where shit is all you gotta do is go google game of thrones map and you get maybe like four or five different drawings that are all pretty much the same that all have the pretty well done layout that's at the very front of every book every book has a map at the beginning of it this is like here's where everything is and here's who's currently owns didn't tolkien do that with his series as well it was published eventually with with a map yes witcher series however uh each game has a different sized map depending on the capabilities of the game. And it's well, like, just like, well, let's move this here. We'll move that up there. And everything's kind of it's all over the place. Don't worry. This place is snowy. This place is desert. This place is beach. It's all called the continent. It's all one continent. And it really doesn't Lazy. matter where, where everything is or, or how long it takes to get there. 13-year-old wrote this shit, the continent. It's called the continent. Because yeah. <laughs> the first, like, the, 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 you know, the book, uh, series got really popular after the first game, obviously. So wait, does got, the book series have a map in it, though? Oh, no, 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 no. I, I, I seriously doubt it. If it does, it changes with each goddamn book. Because, so the, I mean, the, ga- the, the, the Witcher map from The Witcher 1 and The Witcher 3 is completely different. It's huge comparison. It's like, and it, it, it's a different shaped continent. And everything's moved around. I, okay, I, as, as someone who, once again, did not see Game of Thrones or did not read Game of Thrones, did not know anything about Game of Thrones before it came out. Same thing with The Witcher. Did, knew nothing other than Yennefer, Siri, and, and Geralt, and they got naked a lot Yeah, in the games. So one of the things for Game of Thrones that was so beneficial was this map. It was like a locator, as you mentioned earlier, right? It was all this shit. Like It was like, oh, okay, here are the cities involved this week, and here are where they're located, and I can understand how long it takes roughly based on this map, where you know how far it's going to get from A to B. I have no clue ever during The Witcher about what the fuck's going on. And it's part of the reasons why I don't care. Like, nothing matters to me. It is, I, I, it's portals and it's and it's like flashing forward timelines. 
and it's people in locations that don't fucking like connect to any other location. Well, also think I, about this. It was so odd. What's missing? All right, we talked about Game of Thrones. That's George R. R. Martin. He added that extra R to Willow. sound more like J.R.R. Tolkien. If we talk about Lord of the Rings, that's J.R.R. Tolkien. We talk about Harry Potter. That's uh, uh, J.K. Uh, Rowling's. Oh, Again, J.K., it has a similar thing to it. She, she also probably picked J. Be, have it published under J.K., knowing of J.R.R. Tolkien and George R.R. Martin and such. It, it's just kind of like a, a nice little theme going on there. C.S. Lewis. Sure. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And what... Haven't we talked about the entire time we've been talking about The Witcher? The author. The creator. Because, yeah. be, because even though it's based on a book series by, there's a name, Andrzej Sapakowicz. He's just one writer. Like the, the, the books are by different people. The games are by different people. It's a completely collaborative shit. And there's no cohesive single person who was figuring out the world before they then started putting interesting characters in it, into it and, and integrating them in, in the world the way all those other writers have. There's no one person with a vision. It's just kind of like, it's just, it's as collaborative as a video game with different writers uh, all over the place. And as a result, it just feels like this place can be this far. This place can mean this. And, and it changes from one episode to the other. That's why, again, I only like the show as a, as a fuck it, I, whatever. I'll watch it. Something on the background kind of show. But yeah. if you gave it the attention uh, of a, uh, Game of Thrones or whatever, and just like turn off the lights and just watch it like a movie. God, I can't even imagine. That's what I did. <laughs> and I wanted to talk about Mandalorian or 1917 or anything else that I, I have watched that I really liked. And like, I'm like, Felk wants to watch The Witcher or talk about The Witcher. Okay, let's do The no, Witcher. No, because I had finished it. It was. It's not like a matter of I wanted to talk about it. It was just like, well, we could talk we about The Witcher. We have to do The Mandalorian. What? We have to do The Mandalorian now for sure. All right, I can do The Mandalorian. I, I'm. I will, will. I was willing to do The Witcher because I have full intention of doing The Mandalorian. Yeah, well, no, we definitely can do The Mandalorian. Um, I can After have, we do Forky. Yeah, we'll do. Well, yeah, I appreciate that because Forky's all those episodes are three minutes long. Yes, and I'm I'm halfway through. Jeff Goldblum asks a question. I don't know. <laughs> I love the Jeff Goldblum World According to Jeff Goldblum, whatever it's called. It's great. All righty. Well, that was Witcher season one. Yay. It's kind of weird. <laughs> it was not good. Cool Boy Nation. Tell us what you thought about the first season of The Witcher. Not good. And how many boys out of five you would give it by emailing us at... The Cool Boys Podcast at gmail.com. New episodes of The Witcher come out every week, but usually on Tuesdays. Be sure to like and subscribe to The Cool Boys and review us on Apple Podcasts. Please check out our other great Cool Boys central content with Batman and Beyond on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and YouTube. Thank you for listening. Stay mm -hmm. cool, Cool Boy Nation. Until next time, it is Bizies from Fringilla Vigo Felk. And that's Spizies from Borch, Three Jack Dawes, Ballard. I like that actor. I like the actor who, who played Borch. He's Jack. small or something, right? I don't know. He, what do you mean, like a midget? Yeah, he's like a midget or something. Sure. I don't think he was a midget. He's like a midget. You are standing American boy. You have excelled in all things. I pump while I dump. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So cool. Oh, yeah. So cool.
This episode of the Cool Boys Podcast was brought to you by... Bye, Cool Boy Nation. That was our talk about Witcher. Yay, Witcher. That's for you, Nolan. Yeah. Because no one else has seen this series. Well, Emma has, so you got two. Yay, we have two people listening to Have you talked to her about the episode, uh, about about the Witcher? Like, because if she really likes the Witcher and you're like, I fucking hated it, surely there's a conversation to be had there. Yeah, well, it mostly was while I was watching it. I was like, this is garbage. (laughs) And she's just like, yeah, I didn't think you'd like it. And I'm like, yeah, but this is really bad. Like, uh, most of my complaints are just brought up during while I was watching it. Yeah. So, reminded me of CW, reminded me of like a child writing this stuff and like coming <laughs> up with ideas, like law of surprises. I was really truly blown away by. When you say CW, you mean like like the Arrowverse, like the Flash and stuff? Yeah, like that. Yeah, that that quality. And the fact that there was a dude named Mouse Scat or some shit like that, <laughs> like that's weird, dude. <laughs> what the fuck is that character doing? He's a big character. Like if you name someone Mouse Turd, like you think that it would at least be like a small joke character, not some fucking like major character. Like why is he named that Mouse Tit? I can't remember his name though. I don't either. I can't never remember his name. Mouse Balls. Get some cool boys. boys. <laughs> 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 so serious. <laughs>